This podcast is for those making bold moves to reverse global warming. We are the Determined Ones, solving humanity's gnarliest challenges. It's a podcast on climate action, the determined mindset, and how standing out helps you make a meaningful impact. So I'm Sarah. I'm here with Mark. Hey, hey. Hey, Mark. Hi, Sarah. We are talking today about branding. And we get a lot of companies who come to us and they want their uh, their people, who I will just call their audience, to see them as the leader in their space. You know, they want to look like credible players. They want to be seen as the experts. Mm-hmm. They want to look like they know what they're doing. And that's what branding does, right? Yeah. So they don't feel like their current brand is living up to that vision. And it's, you know, it can hurt them. It can hurt their business a lot. Even when their audience their target market, their customers are people who, you know, may not know a lot about branding. We all intuitively understand when a brand is strong and powerful because we see it every single day, right? Like you see all of the brands all over the place doing the brand thing. (laughs) Well, yeah, you have Apple, you have um, Patagonia, you have Target. I mean, people might not be aware of strong brands out there, but they see them every day. Yeah. They expect it. It's sort of part of the background now. It's like when you see a company who has done the investment in their branding, people don't see, oh, that's a nice brand. They see, oh, that's a solid company. Yeah. Because if it doesn't look good, if it's not a, if if, if the brand is off, people will notice that more. Yeah. And they'll just think that company doesn't know what they're doing yet. So then you know, putting that back into the climate change space, working with climate entrepreneurs, we don't want that (laughs) because a lot of their solutions and approaches are perhaps maybe, you know, radical or very out there in terms of their approach. Um, So they want to make sure that what they present online or maybe how they present themselves in in a conference is up to snuff, is presentable, is professional. Yeah, we want to give people that comfort of this company knows what they're doing. Mm -hmm. You can trust us. Yeah. So that's what branding does. Um, So in the next few minutes, we're going to walk through an exercise you can do with your team that will help you create this brand. Even if you're doing it yourself, if you've got a DIY budget or you just want to take a stab at it before you bring in, you Mm -hmm. know, an agency or a firm. Um, Because branding is a big project, you know, and we love doing brands. We love it. So we want to share with you some of the, the tools that can help you build a powerful brand. These will give you some direction towards building a stronger brand. They'll empower you to work with a designer to create something more you. So you'll be able to give them direction and help them figure out what it is that that you're trying to create. Which the designer is going to love that you did the work. Yeah. Um, This will give you a really solid foundation you can base branding decisions on in your business, which is not just redesigning the logo or what colors you use, but it's also, you know, how do you put together a funding deck? What kind of words you use in that deck or even simple decisions like what kind of conference room to choose for events reflects on your brand. So it's the whole thing. So let's dive in. Two powerful tools we use in branding projects and they go hand in hand. The first one is actually really simple, um, but it's something that when we work with companies, they often don't think about this until we ask the question. And really it's just, can you name or can you narrow it down to five adjectives that describe your company? Mm-hmm. And we'll often give a list. We have a really long, extensive list, but things like rugged or sleek, modern or grassroots, um, feminine, comfortable, intelligent, cutting edge. 
sophisticated, that kind mm -hmm. of thing. Mm -hmm. There's a ton of adjectives that people use, and a lot of them are sort of dichotic or opposites, whatever mm -hmm. that word is. Mm -hmm. um, so you can see, oh, I'm more this, I'm less that, and, and figure out where your company you want that to, to fall and where you want what you want to reflect to the public or to your customers. Yeah, it seems like a really simple exercise, but those five adjectives can really help you springboard into some of the other things that you'll need to consider. Yeah. Um, things like personas. Yeah, I was just looking at a friend's company's brand today and just looking at some of the um, collateral, you know, like handbooks and flyers that they had. Uh, she was really frustrated in talking to me because they don't have brand guidelines yet. And she's like, I am just not getting the results when I work with designers. Um, and I said, you know, having a brand strategy and guideline to give them will, will help you get the results that you want. And when I looked at that collateral, I could see right away, oh, this brand is really exuberant and joyful and, mm -hmm. you know, it's vibrant. Mm -hmm. So I could come up with these adjectives just looking at the materials that previous designers had created for them. And, you know, the next step would be to go to them and say, is that what you want to reflect to the world, that you are joyful and vibrant and exuberant? Um, if, if it turns out that her company is actually very conservative and, um, you know, wants to not stand out, then that would be a problem. Right? Sounds a bit off. Yeah, exactly. So really sit down with your team and figure out what are those adjectives that you want to reflect out into the world about your company. And then those are what you take to your designers mm -hmm. to create stuff or to us. <laughs> the next one is a really fun one. Um, we often use celebrities uh, to create a celebrity persona, but it can also be a human or godlike archetype, um, like the big sister or, um, you know, the teacher archetype or whatever. Mm -hmm. But the idea is to find someone who is larger than life, who is a personality, who exudes volumes and volumes of that um quality of those qualities of that personality. So we'll give you a few examples. Um, let's say, you know, one that comes up a lot is Oprah. So what kinds of things come to mind when you think about Oprah? For me, if I were to create a brand that was based on Oprah as the brand personality, I would represent that with a lot of opulence. Mm. It's even in her name. Mm -hmm. um, purples is, you know, like this regal, rich color that was often reserved for you know, only royalty could wear purple. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know, for some reason, flowers come to mind. And, you know, this beautiful, large, exquisite typography, like get a designer who works really well with large letters and beautiful. Um, yeah. Okay, next one, Beyonce. So what comes to your mind when you think about Beyonce? Don't look at my example. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, think of glitz and glam. Uh, but you she's a badass, though. She She's busting butt. Yeah. A lot of grit, a lot of hard work in there. So she doesn't take any uh, any shit from anyone. Yeah. I, yeah. I think about it's like this really bold with a lot of sparkles, like glitter. Mm -hmm. Like I'm thinking gold lettering with glitter. Mm -hmm. But then it's um, it also shows the sweat, you know? Right. Like yeah. I, when I think like I know she works hard and mm -hmm. she's not afraid to show that to the mm -hmm. world. And it is actually kind of is quite proud of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, one that comes up all the time with our clientele, you know, we work with a lot of climate businesses, um, liberal, progressive, love the Obamas all the time, love them. Um, and so if we want to use the Obamas as our brand personality, how might that come out mm -hmm. in some of the stuff that we design? Um, it's always going to look polished. 
yet approachable, friendly. Mm-hmm. Um, you'll use certain clean but friendly typefaces. There are certain ones that come to mind. I know the Obamas used Gotham in their campaigns. Um, very like modern, Swiss, rounded typefaces, so they appear friendly, but they're very clean. Modern lines, bold colors, a lot of high contrast, you know, black and white or navy blue and red and white. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, what's another one that comes up a lot? We get uh, John Stewart, which is surprising because he's kind of been out of the limelight for a while, but his presence when he was around was so huge and he made a huge uh, mark in, in, the, in society that people still bring him up all the time. Mm-hmm. So how would you represent John Stewart as a brand? Say maybe some fun, unique typeface, uh, maybe same typeface, maybe different widths or different point sizes, clever photography perhaps with some fun analogies to go with witty messaging. Definitely some witty messaging in there. Yeah. You want to like make people laugh and make people go, what? Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Laugh and learn something at the same time. Yeah. Um, this is a fun one that comes up sometimes. People want their brand to be inspired by David Bowie. 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 So what does that say? Very eclectic, very bold, mm-hmm. very flashy. Confident, yeah. Um, I would, you know, like use weird diagonal lines or crop things in weird ways mm-hmm. or compose things in very non-traditional ways, you know, off the edge. Right, bright you colors. Know. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, here's an archetype, the big sister. So a, a brand might want to feel like your older sister telling you things in a friendly way rather than like, you should do this, blah, blah, blah. way. Yeah. But being loving and being like, you know, your older advisor that's also really cool and you kind of want to be like her. Mm-hmm. So you can use archetypes in this exercise. They don't always have to be celebrities. Mm-hmm. So that might be some warm colors or um, the images of the really cool people doing the cool things that you aspire to do. Um, it's a more traditional archetype, so I would use, you know, standard one-inch margins on things or really traditional type typography, nothing too um, jarring or cutting edge there. You want to be comforting and make people feel like this is something they've seen before, so I'm not too scared, <laughs> right? On the flip side, we might have a brand based on The Godfather. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. I know. So what comes to mind here? D- uh, dark, dark colors. colors yeah. um, I like I like these ideas, subtle but direct messaging, like he's whispering to you. <laughs> or giving you like a hint mm-hmm. to do something you might not want to do. <laughs> but uh, yeah, close up, uh, maybe heavily, heavily cropped image- images, perhaps. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you want to invite mystery. It's mm-hmm. a very evocative. So that's what you're doing with this exercise is coming up with, you know, these, like I said, these larger than life personas who are very evocative of something. You are not going to get confused. The brand that's based on The Godfather with the brand that's based on Oprah. It's just not going to happen. Although I would love to see a Bowie-Beyonce mashup. (laughs) So that's another more advanced (laughs) thing you can do is you can start mashing things up. There was a meme years ago now on Facebook where people would say, what are the three photos that represent you? Mm. And you would you know, find three celebrities and mash them up and be like, this is me. (laughs) So this is something that people intrinsically love to do. Right. It's easy. And then you can take it further. So once you've identified your personality or mashup of personalities and then like combine them into one new person that represents your company. So what does that person wear? What kind of car do they drive? What kind of music do they listen to? And this can help you influence what decisions you make for your company to reflect that personality. So, for example, um, maybe this person wears a suit, but with tennis shoes. 
and bright orange glasses. So, you know, mostly conservative, but has flair, mm -hmm. a little bit of style. And so if I were going to create, you know, a website, it would probably be black and white with like a flash of orange, you know, and um, that's a totally different brand than somebody who wears a leather jacket and chains or a tuxedo and slicked back hair holding a cigar. Mm -hmm. So this is really, really helpful. Um, when we're talking about cars, not so much in San Francisco, but that can really say a lot about a person. In San Francisco, nobody drives. But in L.A., <laughs> it makes a big difference if you drive a Prius versus you have a private limo driver or, you know, you take public transit. Or if you're um, Mark, you ride a bamboo bike Hell yeah! that he made himself. <laughs> it's part of his brand. Um you know what they what they listen to. So the the person who listens to classical music evokes a very different quality than the person who listens to punk rock versus yacht rock versus <laughs> you know Beyonce. Um, how they enter a room. This one might help you with messaging and with colors and with imagery, especially when somebody views your website for the first time. If mm -hmm. you think about that as your brand persona entering a room. Do they greet everyone personally, like a warm hostess? Or do they make a big entrance to the whole room yelling, <laughs> hey, the doctor is in, let the party begin? Hell yeah. <laughs> or do they sneak in quietly and watch from the shadows, watching what everybody is doing? Or how do they tell a story? This is another one that um, helps you with your messaging. Do they, you know, tell a really involved, long, drawn-out story with a lot of build-up and suspense and then reveal the punchline at the end? Or are they giving you the facts and quick bullet points? Boom, boom, boom. Mm -hmm. You know, that is a big part of somebody's personality, and you can reflect that anywhere that you write messaging about your business. So that's it. Take these two tools. We've got what are the adjectives that describe your business and find a persona or mash up a few celebrities to create a persona. Um, and those two things can go hand in hand and you can set aside an hour or so and just bang this out with your team on a whiteboard. It's a really fun exercise. It's really um, enlightening. A lot of insights that come out of it. Everybody starts to get on the same page about what it is that you're trying to create. Um, you can do, you know, both spend the first half hour coming up with those five hour or five adjectives that represent your company. And then spend the second half hour using those five adjectives to figure out what the, um, brand archetype personality person celebrity should be and not to jump the gun and know we're not talking about this particular uh topic just right now but this is a starting point to creating mood boards too mm -hmm. so to creating the types of imagery and the the more visual side of things so i think this is a really good start um before you create the mood boards another really useful tool to hand over to a designer once you find that person. Yeah. We're, we're very visual people. So once we start thinking about, you know, what, what does an Oprah brand look like? We jump into Pinterest, create a mood board. Google images, whatever. Yeah. Just gather stuff, take photos uh, of your surroundings and start putting those things together. And then once you have something, you can weigh future decisions against this character. Is this how they would welcome a visitor? Is this how they would send an invoice? Um, is this the type of event they would plan in the room that they would use? Is this the color that they would use? Everything can become much more consistent when filtered through the lens of your brand personality. So this brand personality exercise is one of the key things that we do with our clients in our brand strategy sessions together. Like I said, it helps guide all future decisions we make together about not only the visuals, but how the business is conducted, everything. It can really get to the very DNA of what your company is and help you build confidence in every aspect of your work. 
So try it out. Get your team together and do this as a fun team building exercise. And if you want more from us about how we help companies build strong brands, go to thedetermined.co slash merge and download our cool zine that we made for you called Turn Up the Volume. We'd love to help you make smart decisions on how to build your climate-focused brand so it gets the attention it deserves. Book a sound check session to get started amplifying your brand at thedetermined.co slash soundcheck. If you are one of the bold rebels building a product that addresses our climate crisis, we can help you set yourself apart and amplify your climate impact. You can learn more about us at thedetermined.co. Yeah, thanks for listening. If you know anyone who might enjoy this podcast, feel free to share.